Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It is Friday, January 12th. There will be a new coach in New England after 24 years. We've got wildcard weekend and also some NBA and NHL 2. I'm Mad Max. Joining me, the one and only six Panther. Panther, poor Pete Carroll. Always seems he's going to be in Bill Belichick's shadow. <laughs> oh, poor Pete Carroll. Poor, poor New England. I don't even know what to think about the Belichick thing. Uh, you know, before we get started on the NFL real quick, I, I, I got. I guess I gotta ask you a quick question though. Based on the result from last night, are the Portland Trailblazers now the worst team in the NBA? I mean, I've long thought the Portland Trailblazers were the worst team in the NBA. <laughs> Sixty-two I, points, my God! I listen. I have bet so many double-digit games against the Portland Trailblazers this year, and I have won every single one. Now I'm gonna back. Um, spoiler alert! I'm backing off of tonight. I, I think tonight's a trap game on Portland. But I would not be surprised if they lost again by double digits. I have made so much money betting against the Portland Trailblazers double digits. Uh, craziest thing I ever saw. Well, yesterday was like a whole night of blowouts. But uh, we got football to talk about. We'll get to the NBA and probably Portland because I am on that game. But, you know, the, the Belichick thing, I, I was really surprised that it took this long to get there, right? They... It was talked about before we got to um, Black Monday, and it didn't happen. Then Tuesday, it didn't happen. Then Wednesday, it didn't happen. It was like, is he staying? What's going on? But it sounds like there was, you know, some meetings, a meeting of the minds. There was no ill will. Um, and I, th- I think I think they mutually agreed. Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick mutually agreed that it was just time for the Patriots to go in a different direction, probably much like I talked about with Pete Carroll in Seattle, a younger direction. They're probably going to be drafting a quarterback and they need the head coach that's going to mentor that quarterback uh, moving forward. So I think it's a good move for Belichick. Now, I would be in favor of him retiring. Sounds like he's going to at least put his toes in the water about uh, another coaching possibility or two um but me if i was a general manager and or owner i don't want a 70 something year old coach i mean i mean 
Am I wrong, Max? So here's the deal. I think someone will hire him. I mean, imagine Carolina or Atlanta will be jumping all over him. Absolutely. Because it's, it's, it's a team will be all over Bill Belichick. And I'll tell you why he'll come back. Because he's a spiteful motherfucker. That's why he's going to come back. He is, what is it, 15 wins maybe away from breaking Shula's record of most wins as a coach. So he's going to do it outside of a Patriot uniform because he's spiteful. He's going to do it because he's spiteful against Shula because Shula criticized the Patriots after Spygate. He's just a spiteful motherfucker. So of course he's going to come back and a team's going to pay him. Now, 15 wins for the Panthers or the Falcons could take him, you know, two, three seasons. Or New England. You know. Um, I'm just saying, uh, I was reading an article, I think it was in the Atlantic. Yeah, it, was, it was definitely in the Atlantic talking about, um, his relationship with Wes Welker. Now, if you remember Wes Welker, Wes Welker was fucking solid wide receiver. One of the best wide receivers in the history of the Patriots, right? You put him up there with, uh, you know, it was, is it, uh, Randy Moss and who's the other guy? What's the fucking other, uh, other fucking wide receiver that I'm thinking of? Um, uh, fucking uh, Julian Edelman, Julian Edelman. Yes, right? Edelman. So you you kind of put those three kind of as the the cornerstone wide. Now, uh, Wes Welker thought he was, hey, I'm a hell of a wide receiver. I want a contract. And Bill Belichick's like, eh, you should take a hometown discount. So Wes Welker went to Denver, and won in Denver. Right? Belichick never forgave him for that. Never like if you go through like the Patriots facility, there's not a single picture of Wes Welker in there. Because that's how spiteful Bill Belichick is. Wes Welker now a wide receivers coach on the Dolphins. And they played, of course, this year. Didn't even acknowledge Wes Welker on the field. Didn't even look at him. Didn't even give him eye contact. This is Bill Belichick. I hope, I really hope that he's humbled by this. I don't think he is. But I really hope he's humbled by this. Because he made really terrible personnel decisions. Both in the draft and on the sideline. Yeah, fucking he drafted Mac Jones and in Mac Jones's first season we looked at Mac Jones and was like, wow. Pretty fucking good. Got him to the playoffs, 10-win team. That's promising. And what did he do to Mac Jones last year? Brought him fucking Matt Patricia and Joe Judge to fucking coach him. I mean, how did Mac Jones even stand a fucking chance? And then if you recall, Mac Jones actually made a call to, wait for it, Saban, and said, hey, I need some advice. Word got back to Belichick. Belichick was furious. Belichick was furious at Mac Jones. I don't think he ever recovered from that. And now, again, I'm not, I'm not, defend, I'm not a Mac Jones defender. I don't think that he is a top-tier quarterback in this league, but I think he's better than we've seen him the last two years. You know, I, I think... think- I think I think that he needs the right coaching to get him to like, dude, Ben Johnson. You're t- you're telling me that Ben Johnson can't fucking turn Mac Jones into a somewhat decent quarterback? Quite possibly. It also helps that you know Ben Johnson's working with some talent at the wide receiver and tight end position and running back position. I mean, New Orleans, New England's been devoid of talent for the last three years. 
So you're talking about Belichick's lack of humility, lack of humble. I, I wonder if there's another thing that a little chip on his shoulder. Does he still have something to prove? Because outside of his years with Tom Brady, he's not a winner. Bill Belichick, when he doesn't have Tom Brady, is not a winner. Does he need to take the Carolina job, take the Atlanta job, and turn them into a winner? Or is there kind of an asterisk next to Bill Belichick's name? Yeah, I mean, I, I do think that there is a huge necessity for him to have at least one more winning season. I don't think he's winning a Super Bowl. You know, that's not going to happen. He's not winning a like Tom Brady won a Super Bowl after Bill Belichick. Tom Brady's got the upper hand, you know? Like Tom Brady's sitting pretty there. Belichick ain't going to fucking do it, you know? But I do think he needs to take a team. And that's why I think Atlanta might be interesting. Especially, especially imagine Atlanta can get like fucking Justin Fields, you know? If he becomes available. Like, but I think, I think he needs to take a job in Atlanta. And yeah, to you know, get them to. I think they they could have a winning season next year. You know, like I mean, they were close to having a winning season this year. It's not the not that the NFC South is fucking anything you're frightened of. You know, um, let's talk about void of talents. You know, do you know who the Patriots' big fucking uh, signing was this off season? Six Panther, wide receiver. No clue. Juju Smith Schuster. Who didn't do anything with Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Do you know who he passed up? Do you know? Do you remember who he passed up? Who was ready to sign with, with New England? Odell Beckham. It was Odell Beckham, wasn't it? He was in the conversation, but DeAndre Hopkins was insanely close to signing with New England. New England wouldn't match the contract that the Titans gave him. Oh, by the way, at the age of 31 years old, DeAndre Hopkins still caught for over a thousand yards this year. With 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 Ten Hill and and Will Levis as his quarterback, you know, like Bill should not be making personnel decisions. I I I don't even know if he should be fucking deciding his fucking coaching staff at this point. What he does is he gets team he gets his team prepared. But I don't know what he's getting them prepared for. You know, he focuses on defense and special teams. That's what he focuses in on. Defense is important. Look at look at Baltimore. Look at San Francisco. It's important. Look at Philadelphia. It's important. But offense in this league is king. And you can't sacrifice. You can't fucking not draft an offensive player for like five rounds. You can't fucking do that. You can't just take defense, 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 defense. You got you got to look at the offense and say, man, like we need to put up some points. We're in a division with Buffalo and Miami. We need to put up some points. And so, with the Jets I mean, have Aaron Rodgers, they'll probably put up some points too. That's what I'm saying. You know, so I think not that the league has passed him by, uh, or the you know, or or he's gotten too old, but I do think he needs to be more humble and adjust. And, you know, if he if he wants to break out of Tom Brady's shadow at this point, I absolutely agree with you. He needs to win some football games. All right. Enough about him. On to wildcard weekend where we do have 
good amount of games. Let's start off in Houston, where the Houston Texans, uh, they won their division. They they won the AFC South in CJ Shad's rookie year, and they are hosting the Cleveland Browns. Great storyline, of course, between these two teams. Deshaun Watson was on the Houston Texans, gets traded to the Cleveland Browns. He gets injured. He's out for the season. Cleveland Browns bring in Joe Flacco. They make a surge towards the end of the season, look like one of the most dangerous teams in the league, and they find themselves minus two. The Cleveland Browns are the favorites in this one. Sex Panther, which side are you on? I'm on the fan side. I really want to know if Deshaun Watson is going to be at the game and how many fans dress as a massage table really what I'm looking for in this game. <laughs> I just feel like the Texans are going to troll the hell out of Deshaun Watson if he's on the sidelines for the game. Joe Flacco, what he's done with this Cleveland Browns offense. I mean, just coming off. I mean, the Jets didn't want him. Nobody wanted him. And here he is having, I mean, a more magical season than the year he won the Super Bowl uh, with the Ravens. But C.J. Stroud, I don't know how many different superlatives we can say about this kid. He is so fun to watch. He is basically where I think the Bears hope Justin Fields gets to. I mean, they're two Ohio State quarterbacks. I really think they're identical in athletic ability and talent. C.J. Stroud, I think, might be a little smarter. Humble guy. Great kid. Um, They're at home. If there's one thing about Cleveland we can maybe say is they've – been a little suspect on the road i I, it's just so hard for me to bet against cj stroud they're at home they're catching the two points i think this is a coin flip game but i am going to take the home team texans for 25 bucks i'm on the opposite side of this one i'm going to take the browns to win and cover this one you know the there's a good amount of road teams that do win in wildcard weekend i do think that cleveland has just a little bit more than Houston does, but it's going to be a competitive game. I think it's going to be a competitive game. Uh, ultimately, though, I think Houston comes out on top here, uh, wins this one. So, yeah, $25 bet on uh, – did I say Houston? I mean Cleveland. I think Cleveland comes out and wins this one and covers a $25 bet on the Browns. Uh, heading down to – well, not heading down, heading up from Houston to Kansas City where the Chiefs are – Hosting the Miami Dolphins. Uh, same thing. Storyline here. Right? Tyree Kill, former Chief. Now they, they face off in the playoffs. The last time these teams played was in Berlin, and the Kansas City Chiefs snuck out a win. Here's what you say. Um, two of the teams with the least confidence that we've had. Um, the Kansas City offense has been there all year, and Miami hasn't beaten anyone all year. So do they finally beat someone this weekend panther well somebody's gonna beat somebody uh you know it's interesting so there's two things that i want to touch on one is the weather the temperature it is going to be blistering cold they're talking about negative negative game time temperatures at kickoff at eight o'clock eastern time this is a complete disservice to miami they're not used to this Kansas City at least gets, is practicing this week in the bitter cold. They've got some of this snow that I've been dealing with. Um, they're probably going to be a little bit more prepared. I think it's going to be a real smack in the face to the Miami Dolphins. The other thing is the NFL put this motherfucker on the Peacock Network. Now, 
either it's a big F you to Swifties and make them, you know, subscribe to Peacock so they can watch Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and, and everything. Or B, it's a this is a big trial, right? Here's kind of the one of the things I had read. The fear is by putting the Chiefs on Peacock and seeing how many people run out and subscribe to Peacock to watch this game is kind of like a trial for the NFL to see if we don't end up with more pay-per-view kind of shit moving forward because people will pay for it. I'm kind of imploring you, don't pay for this game. Go to B-dubs, go somewhere and watch it. Do not subscribe because I really think there might be some validity to that as, as they keep doing the Amazon shit. Now they're doing Peacock. I hate it. Where's our free football games? As for this game, you, you nailed it. I don't like either one of these teams. I don't know what the total is. You'll tell me in a minute, but whatever it is, I probably want the under. The offense for Kansas City has really struggled. The Miami, I, I think the cold is really going to be a detriment to them. The key players in this game, I think, are Pacheco and Moster. Whoever can run the ball the most effectively will probably have the most success. I think that might be Pacheco. I'm not laying six or seven Whatever it is, I'll probably take the Dolphins with those points. I'm not even going to bet this game. I do think the Chiefs win, but that's a lot of points, Max. Uh, I think it's four and a half is the spread. The total, if you're wondering, is 44, 43 and a half, 43 and a half, 44. Um, But yeah, the spread is uh, Dolphins plus four and a half. half. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to bet. I think the Chiefs win. I think the Chiefs win by a field goal or a point or two, so... The four and a half, I think, with the Miami is is just a tad bit too much. But yeah, I do think Kansas City comes out victorious this weekend. I really do think that they are the battle-tested team, and I, I just I trust their defense more. I trust their head coach more. I trust their quarterback more. I wish he had some weapons other than Travis Kelsey. You know, um, and I already have Peacock because you know. Uh, for some reason, I, I got all the streaming services for my kids, and uh, now now I have Peacock, so I'll be able to watch the game, maybe, if I want to. I don't even know if I want to. Uh, $25 bet on Miami. Uh, let's do one more, then we'll take a break. Let's head over to Buffalo, where the Buffalo Bills are hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. Buffalo was kind of dead and buried for a while. We looked at their schedule, and I was like, oh, man, they, they're not going to make the playoffs, and they won their fucking division, so... <laughs> AFC East champions, Buffalo Bills hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers, a team that throughout the entire season we kept saying is, this team's not very good. Now, at one point you did put them at number 10 in your list, but that, I think that was kind of just like a fuck you to your, your buddy C. Stevens, to Drago, just to kind of like, you know, raise his ire because every team you put at number 10 kind of dropped off subsequently the following week. And that's what happened with the Steelers. And now, let's talk about 10. They are a 10-point dog this wildcard weekend against Buffalo. Yeah, when you look at Pittsburgh and how they got into the playoffs, they beat Baltimore, who didn't play their starters. They beat Seattle, I guess, maybe a quality win. They beat Cincinnati, no Joe Burrow. I mean, they just they won three games, and two of them were without their starting quarterbacks. I just, I'm not a believer in this team. I know we absolutely love Mike Tomlin. I am so high on Mike Tomlin. I would take him at, in Las Vegas as the Raiders coach right now pittsburgh cut him loose do us a favor we will take tomlin but you look at buffalo i mean they 
they won some games, right? They beat Miami in Miami to win the division. They beat da- – I mean, they shellacked Dallas. They beat the Chiefs in Kansas City. So not only are they playing well, but they're beating quality opponents. I just don't think very highly of this Pittsburgh team. They really don't have any real quality wins over the season. You know, even when they beat the Rams, right? That wasn't they, a quality yeah, win. Yeah, wait, Rams, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Rams beat themselves in that one. Uh, and, the, and, the, right, and, the, and the ref and the referees didn't help in that one too. I'm I'm not being a, a rosy-eyed Rams fan here, but you go back to that game and, and there were some bullshit calls at the end of that game. Oh, and even so, the Rams weren't even healthy then. They were still banged up and and nursing injuries. So I did, I just don't I just don't see the Steelers. Hey, I don't they're not winning this game. There's no way in hell they're winning this game. The only question is the 10 points, and I think Buffalo rolls. I think this is a blowout. I feel bad for Mike Tomlin. I will eat those 10 points and put 25 bucks on the Bills. Uh, just as a note, Tilted Lines listening live, and he is on the uh, under for that uh, Dolphins-Chiefs uh, game. I think that, yeah. That oh, yeah, under by well. 10. <laughs> uh, I am betting the Bills in this one. I am I'm eating some chalk here. We're getting nine and a half, by the way. Uh, we don't have to. So so I like that even better because I mean the ten the ten kind of felt like push territory, <laughs> you know. Nine and a half, I think we win because I do think the Bills win by ten points. So I I really uh, like this uh, Bills team to come out strong this weekend and and you know get into that next round and and see what they can do. So yeah, twenty five dollar bet on Buffalo. And with that, we will. Take a quick break. We'll cover the other three games that we have left in the NFL. We've got NBA, and I mean, there's two hockey games. I'm sure we'll talk about one, maybe two of those. Stay tuned. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy, insane, maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We are back with you. Possibly never even left you. Okay, Sex Panther, we are moving on to Dallas, where the Cowboys hosting Green Bay Packers. Talk about storylines. Here's another storyline. Mike McCarthy, of course, was the coach of Green Bay for many, many years, uh, left Green Bay, and now he's the coach of the Dallas Cowboys. So um, there you go. Mike McCarthy revenge game. Dallas at home has been absolutely unbeatable, and now they are a touchdown favorite at home against the Packers. Do they get it done? Well, okay, so asterisk. The Cowboys are beatable, probably were beaten, I don't know how many dollars they gave the refs, but the Detroit Lions won that game. <laughs> I'm just going to go right out there. The Detroit Lions won that game. I think uh, the focal point here has to be Jordan Love and Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott's having a great season, mostly because of CeeDee Lamb, who's having a monster year. But Jared Goff, or Jared Goff, Jordan Love um, for Green Bay, we talked about this the other day. His last eight games, he's thrown one interception. And it's not because they're just ticky-tack, screen passes, whatever. He's protecting the ball. He's making great decisions. He's getting it to his receivers in good situations. Uh, you know, we I think we went into the season wondering, is Jared um, Jordan Love the quarterback for the Packers? Are they maybe looking for one? He's earned this job. I mean, I don't think there's any looking over the shoulder. This is the guy uh, moving forward. I, the big thing is here, Dallas's offense is going to score. They're going to score on Green Bay's defense. Is Green Bay going to score enough points against that Dallas defense? I don't think so. I think Dallas just has too many weapons, is too talented, and they're at home. They're hungry. I hate, you know, I'm not rooting for Dallas. I hate betting on the Cowboys, but I think they win this by seven points. Give me the Cowboys for 25 bucks. Ah, yeah. God damn it. I'm betting the Cowboys here too. It's a team that has some playoff demons, a team that really has to win. You know, we were talking about coaches on the hot seat or coaches confidence. And I was going through this. Yeah. You know, with the, the loyalty that Jerry Jones has, there's no way that Mike McCarthy is, is going to be on the hot seat. And then you made the point. It's like, well, if they lose in the first round, then he's on the hot seat. And I totally fucking agree with you. <laughs> they have to, they have to win this one. This is, this is a team that, uh, for a while looked like, you know, uh, one of the best teams in the NFL, uh, offensively at least i mean defense was pretty good too they got pretty good defense but offensively they're like man like dak prescott mvp blah, blah blah and then they hit a little stumbling block for a little bit and they bounced back at the end of the year to end up winning their division as well they are yeah uh undefeated at home record wise <laughs> um detroit probably should have had that game and uh i just don't think the packers are detroit um Packers are good. Packers are surprising. Their defense is starting to play better, by the way. So watch out for that. The Packers' defense started to play better down the stretch, got healthy, and that was looking dangerous. And then Jordan Love was not making mistakes. So if Jordan Love doesn't make mistakes, 
I think they can keep this close, but ultimately Dallas wins by a touchdown. I think we might be staring at a dumb push here, but, you know, we'll do it anyway. $25 bet on Dallas. Heading to Detroit. First playoff game hosted at home in Detroit history. Is that, is that, is that, can I say that? Or, or in this field? I, I don't know if it's in history, but in, in Ford Field, I think it's like the it's first. It's the Silver Dome. <laughs> you know, um, Detroit, uh, man, lots that we can say about this team. Of course, the storylines are their former quarterback, Matt Stafford, left a couple of years ago for greener pastures, went on to win a Super Bowl with the Rams. In return, the Lions accepted Jared Goff's contract and somehow made a quarterback out of him. So here they are hosting the Rams, favored by three. They got the home three in this one, Panther. Dangerous, dangerous game for the Lions. I love Dan Campbell. If there's a guy that I think is going to come out fired up and get in this team ready to fucking beat the Rams, it is Dan Campbell and the Lions. Uh, but, man, hard, hard, hard game to bet on, right? I think this is the game of the weekend. I, this is such an even match game. And not only Dan Campbell, but I'm a huge fan of Sean McVay. I, I think he's an excellent coach. He's a brilliant offensive mind. Uh, an X's and O's guy, and oh, the players love playing for the guy. So between the two coaches, the two quarterbacks, we've got wide receivers, we've got running backs. I mean, this game has it all. I think for me, I believe Detroit offensively has the higher upside. I think they have the most more explosive offense, are capable of putting up more points. But that said, the Rams, when they're healthy, and they are healthy, have been so good. They have been absolutely so good. Now, I'm going to take, I'm going to throw a little bit of water on this fire that is the Rams. They've won four in a row, but they beat Washington. They beat New Orleans. They beat the Giants. And they didn't play anybody when they played nobody against the 49ers. So, they got a nice little gift of a schedule to get in there. Now, they beat the teams in front of them, and they played very well in doing it. But this is going to be a huge challenge for them going into Detroit. I think the Lions fans pregame are going to give Matt Stafford an incredibly warm welcome. I, I, I really anticipate that they will do that. That'll be a great gesture for Matt Stafford. But for this game, I God, I like the Lions but I'm betting the Rams. I'm getting three points and a veteran experienced team. I know we love what Detroit's done and they're the up and coming team and we, and we like, but you're going to have to prove to me that you know how to win under the big lights. This is a big lights game. The Rams have been there. I think they're more ready. I'm putting 25 bucks on your LA Rams. Uh, listen, man. I mean, um, I think that these are two, fairly even match teams. I agree. I think that the slight upside on the offense goes to Detroit from a dynamic standpoint. Um, I mean, Cooper cup is a hell of a wide receiver. Uh, Puka Naku is a hell of a wide receiver. They catch balls, but do they catch the, the long massive touchdowns, the, the big plays like, uh, you know, I'm on St. Brown. No. Right. I love Kyron Williams. I think he's able to break away for big runs. But Detroit's got running backs that could do the same. 
So offense, check, barely Detroit. Defense, I'm giving it to the Rams, but the Rams have given up some big plays and their secondary is exploitable, right? So the Rams, slight check on defense. Evenly matched teams. Rams got the experience. Detroit might end up winning this one, but I agree with you. With the three points, I'm going to bet the Rams here. $25 bet on Los Angeles. But yeah, I can't wait to watch this one. That's going to be absolutely the game of the week to me as well. And I'm a Rams fan, so of course it's going to be the game of the week for me. But I just think looking at the matchups here, I'm circling two of them. Cleveland, Houston, Rams, Detroit. Like those are the two that I really want to fucking watch. A game that I kind of don't want to watch, or maybe I do because it could be a car wreck. Philadelphia Eagles heading to Tampa to take on the division winner, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Philadelphia's defense has been I, I'd spread the worst in the league over, yeah, worst not named Carolina over, <laughs> over the last half of the season. And they're heading into Tampa as a three point favorite. Disrespect to the division champ, Sex Panther. Yeah, this is an interesting scheduling, too, because this is a Monday night game, so the winner ends up getting a shorter week. Oh, oh then let's not talk about it. Let's save until Monday, then. Yeah, I didn't know if that... I, I don't know if you want to cut and edit that out or if you just kill nah, it there, but nah, yeah, it's a Monday never night Never mind. Game. We'll talk about it Monday. Let's move there on to the go. NBA. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's more football to talk about on Monday. <laughs> All right, over to the NBA, then. All right, NBA, let's go down to Florida because we'll have the battle of the Florida teams. Orlando going to Miami. Orlando's nursing some injuries, and it's affecting their depth. And one of the things I love about the Magic is they are a deep team. This is a great defensive team, but this depth or lack of depth uh, recently is really affected them. They've really struggled with their rotations. Uh, going against a Miami team, where Jimmy Butler is in and out, but at home, I mean, Miami's still been winning even without Butler. I'll eat the two and a half and put 10 bucks on the Miami Heat. Uh, let's see what we can get. I'm leading Miami here in this one as well. Can we get anything better? What can we get? Uh, no, it's three and a half. Three and a half is the best. Can't yeah. get two and a half. But I'm still leading Miami. Are you still All on? All right. The, minus the three and a half? Oh. Oh, yeah. That means Vegas agrees. How, do I, how can okay. I jump off now? <laughs> All right. I'm going to lean the heat. Next game up, the Golden State Warriors are going to Chicago to take on the Bulls. Two teams that are just in complete disarray. I think, you know, Golden State is old. They've got a dumpster fire in Draymond Green who's saying all the right things, but who knows? you got Chicago who's probably going to be selling off here in the next couple weeks if they can find some buyers. It's just two teams that I really not high on, but I'm really not high on Golden State. They're just playing very lethargic. They, they're beat up. The Chris Paul thing really hurt their rotation. He's out for, what, six to eight weeks. By then, they're going to be eliminated. They're going to have to figure out something to do with Wiggins, maybe something to do with Draymond. It's time for the Warriors to basically be the Seahawks or the Patriots. Like It's, it's just time to move on. Uh, I don't know if they'll necessarily move on from Steph Curry. He'll probably retire there, but they got to get younger and they've got to do something. All that's to say, the long-winded way of saying, I'm taking the Chicago Bulls minus three and a half for 10 bucks. Hey, I don't like this one very much. I'm going to lean the Warriors. 
I guess. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think the report came out that everyone not named Steph Curry is up for uh, up for grabs, which does terrify me because you'll you know a team is going to get stronger. I mean, I don't love Clay Thompson right now, but a team like Philadelphia is going to end up with Clay Thompson. It's going to fuck over the Celtics. So. Them, the Warriors imploding and, and, and fire sailing off people does not help the Celtics because the Celtics are not going to benefit from this. They're not going to get Clay Thompson. So, fuck. Um, yeah, I, I think the Warriors are in free fall right now, but they're still not technically mathematically out of it, right? I mean, uh, two games behind, uh, one game behind the Lakers for the 10th seed right now. Yeah, you know, it's as bad as they are. They're one game behind the Lakers for the 10th seed, two and a half uh, games behind the Rockets for the ninth seed. They've got a chance to do it. So I I don't know if the implosion talk is premature or not, but uh, um, there's a chance that some of these guys get traded. For tonight, you know, they're just not very good on the road. I get that. Uh, but I think they can keep it close with a Chicago team that constantly disappoints me. So <laughs> I'll lean on the Warriors. So true. I've also heard rumors of Draymond Green to the 76ers as well. <laughs> we teased it earlier. Now we're going to talk about it. The Portland Trailblazers, fresh off of their 62-point ass-whooping, going to Minnesota to take on the Timberwolves. Uh, so <laughs> Portland get no favors at all, right? They get the Western Conference-leading Oklahoma City Thunder, and now they get the Western Conference-leading Minnesota Timberwolves. Yes, the Thunder and T-Wolves are tied for first. And I see another ass thrashing coming their way. One of two things has to happen, right? When you get your ass handed to you, you either are just humiliated, demoralized, and don't know what to do, or it's gut check time. You get out there and show them what you're made of. But I don't think they've got any talent to do that. Minnesota has just been, to me, surprisingly good. I did not have any idea they were going to be this good. But I'm a believer. Portland's an absolute joke. They're even worse on the road. 14 and a half. It's a shit ton of points. But we just saw Portland's perfectly capable of getting murdered by 60. I'll eat that 14 and a half for another massacre. Give me Minnesota for 10 bucks. So, yeah, it's, I already said that I'm off this game. I think it's a bit of a not trap game per se, but I do think that uh, a lot of people will be jumping on Minnesota after you know, I, I got my money on Portland yesterday, I'm I'm off this game. Uh, now, one of the things that I look at when I'm uh, you know betting games is a team net rating, you know, and the Oklahoma City Thunder over the last couple weeks has the best net rating in the NBA. Uh, you know, one of the best teams over the last ten games. Minnesota hasn't. They're they're not even. I guess they're maybe middle of the pack. They, they've not been playing well. I think they're 5-5 five and five over the last 10 games. They're kind of eh over the last 10 games. So for me to eat double-digit points, 14, 15, something like that, I need a team to be playing exceptionally well like Oklahoma City was and a team playing exceptionally bad like Portland was. It's just not there for me today. So I'll I'll lean Minnesota. <laughs> I'll do it because if there's a team that's going to, you know, cough up fucking double-digit points, it is Portland. I just can't quite bet it. All right. Well, you get half of the dynamic. Maybe you don't like how Minnesota's playing, but Portland is absolute trash. Next game up, the Toronto Raptors are going out to Utah, take on the Jazz. Toronto, kind of like the Bulls. They're already in the midst of kind of a sell-off. 
still some moves to make. We do accept, uh, expect Siakam to get moved at some point. Utah. Utah's playing really good, Max. Like, this team is so good right now, especially at home. Toronto's about the only thing about this game that kind of gave me pause is that the Jazz are only two-and-a-half-point favorites. I think maybe they should have been four-and-a-half or five. Maybe it'll move and get there. But I'll eat the two-and-a-half happily and take the Jazz for 10 bucks. Yeah, I'll give you some more support here. The, the Jazz team, especially at home, yeah, is a team that I do like. Even last year, remember everyone thought that the Utah Jazz, after trading Donovan Mitchell, was going to be this horrible fucking shitty team. And they were surprising. Um, I, I do think that they are competitive and, and they go out to try to win games. Toronto is, man, Toronto's a team in in transition, right? I mean, they, they've already made some trades and, and there are more trades that are bound to be made here. Looks like they're gearing for a full rebuild, and uh, they're just they're, yeah, they're just not playing with heart right now. It seems like a lot of the players are probably looking around in the locker room, figuring that they're going to be traded and just not there. Uh, Utah, I mean, they got Danny Ainge as their GM, so I mean, any player could be traded at any moment. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, uh, Olenek uh, comes back to Boston, puts on a Celtics jersey. Uh, my my daughter's favorite player is 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 Kelly Olenek, so. Uh, Hopefully he can come back home and, and put on a Celtics jersey and give us a uh, front court depth as well for a playoff run. Um, but other than that, this Utah Jazz team is is yeah, it's a fun team to watch. So yeah, moral support lean on the Jazz. All right, last game up for me. I'm looking forward to your insight on this one because I am puzzled and perplexed. New Orleans is going to Denver, and the line is eight and a half. New Orleans has been playing really good basketball, and they've got some quality wins on the road. They beat Minnesota. They beat Sacramento. They're coming off a win against Golden State, an ass-kicking of Golden State, and they're eight-and-a-half-point dogs to Denver. I mean, Denver's – I mean, I love Denver. I love Jokic. I love Denver, and I love Denver at home. But New Orleans is playing really good basketball right now. I I don't see anything on the injury report of – you know, Ingram, McCollum, Zion, they're game time decisions, but I, they're not out. I expect them all to play. Unless Vegas knows something that I'm not aware of, this line just, what the fuck, Max? I'm taking New Orleans plus the eight and a half. What gives? I like New Orleans plus the eight and a half. And I, maybe, this is what this is what kind of spooked me off, Sex Panther. Maybe some of these guys sit tonight because it's the front end of a back to back. So you see the questionable tags on Zion, McCollum, and Ingram. And they play a game tomorrow. And knowing the NBA's uh, you know, ruling on sitting players for rest and stuff like that, they all have some kind of injury that could allow them to sit tonight. Maybe they're going to say, let's punt this one for Denver because maybe we can't beat Denver in Denver. But tomorrow we can go to Dallas and beat the Mavs. So I'm leaning more sport lean with the Pelicans, but I think that that could be a problem. Um, could be a problem. This is the last game of their three-game series. The home team has won each time. If you're New Orleans, back-to-back, -back and I get what you're saying, isn't this a, a dick-measuring contest right here? Like, I agree. Don't you yeah, want to show up? Sure, I agree. Yeah. Like, but, fuck but a win's a win. But a win's yeah, a win. Yeah. <laughs> the wins do matter. All right, that's all I've got. What are you betting? 
Oh man, yeah, I can't believe you skipped over the games I'm betting on. Let's uh go up to uh to Philadelphia where the Sacramento Kings are in town. Uh, I know that, you know, Philadelphia is a good team, but they're playing some pretty bad basketball at the moment. Uh Sacramento Kings, I love them at home, but guess what? They're starting to play good on the road. Guess what? They're starting to climb up the ranks in the Western Conference. And guess what? I'm betting them today plus the one and a half, ten dollar bet on the Kings. Okay, I get they're playing better on the road, but Detroit and Charlotte's not really a good measuring stick. But Philadelphia, you know, the whole one and a half, you're like, well, what gives? Well, what gives is Joel Embiid's still out, and the team has really struggled without him, losing four of their last five. The only win they got there was against the Bulls. Um, Some of the games, not even very competitive. I mean, got bitch slapped by the New York Knicks at home. So you're right. Philadelphia has definitely struggled. I probably will lean Sacramento, but no Embiid, can't bet Philly. Sacramento on the road, can't bet the Kings. Eh, unbettable game. Just can't bet it. Lean on the Kings. All right. Uh, so Tyrese Halliburton still out for the Pacers. I don't think that matters. Indiana getting five and a half against an Atlanta team that I just, I just don't like them. I don't like the makeup of this team. I don't like how they're playing. I don't know how. I don't like coaching anything. I don't like anything about this Atlanta Hawks team. Pacers plus five and a half, ten dollar bet on Indiana. Yeah, I mean, I think the, I actually do think the Hawks probably win this game. The Halliburton thing is a huge loss, but somehow they're still winning. They've won four of their last five, including Boston and Milwaukee and the aforementioned Atlanta Hawks, who they beat by 34 points. I'm with you. Lean on the Pacers. All right, last one up for me. Uh, eating some chalk in this one and not feeling fantastic about it because last time I faded the Memphis Grizzlies, they came out and, and fucking bitch slapped and won. Uh, but I'm going to do it today. I'm going to fade the Memphis Grizzlies as you have the Los Angeles Clippers in town, minus seven and a half. It's getting down to minus eight in some sports books as well. So I'll, I'll book this in right now. $10 bet on the Clippers. Yeah, I really want to bury Memphis, but they've they've ran off three straight wins, but they beat the Lakers. We don't like them. They beat Phoenix. We don't like them. They beat Dallas. No Luka. Uh, I'm not I'm not giving them too much love, but they're playing much better than they did earlier in the season without Jaw. Clippers, they're just rolling. This team, they've got it figured out with their rotation. They're playing really well home and on the road. I agree with you. Just not enough to bet. It's a few six and a half. I was probably in seven and a half, eight. A little too many. I'll lean the Clippers. All right, over the ice. You betting anything there? Ah, uh, one. I don't know why. Nashville's at Dallas. Neither one of these teams are like playing worth a shit at all. But Nashville's brutally bad on the road. Dallas is usually better at home, but. Man, Dallas is just playing so bad right now as well. Uh, 175 is chalky as hell for two teams that aren't playing great hockey. But I'll bet 10 bucks on the Dallas Stars. Yeah, same thing here. I'm going to do the same thing. Uh, I do think Dallas, uh, this is a winnable game for them. And, you know, I, I do think they get it done. It is a little chalky, but, uh, yeah, $10 bet on the Stars here. And that will close out the show. Let's go on to our parlays we got two of them right we got our our nfl wildcard weekend parlay where we're going to take the buffalo bills minus 10 over the steelers the dallas cowboys minus seven over the packers and the los angeles rams plus three 
against Detroit. Now for our Friday DJ parlay. Um, let's see here. We Wait, got Dallas Stars. Dallas Stars are in there. Yeah, Dallas Stars are in there. So we'll put them in there. Um, then everything else is pretty much moral support. Um, let's see. Who do I, who do I like? The um, Heat? You, yeah. you were on the Heat, right? Yeah, Heat three and a half. Yeah, let's take the Heat minus three and a half. And then the Jazz, right? The Jazz. Jazz are only two and a half, yeah. Jazz, we're going to do the Jazz. All right, so it's going to be uh, the Dallas Stars minus 175 on the ice. Miami Heat minus three and a half against Orlando. And the Utah Jazz minus two and a half. Uh, Homer J. Simpson and Flyers money line. He likes the Flyers. I kind of like the Flyers, too. I'll lean the Flyers in that one, too. And uh, he says, I'm at work, baby. I love you. I don't know if he meant to text that to us or to his wife. <laughs> Could be both. We love, you. we love you too, Homer. We do. We love you. Uh, Panther, it's Friday. Take us home. <laughs> you know, Homer, Homer's starting to get excited because NASCAR is right around. The I think that's so. it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, uh, I'm already done for the day. I had to get an early start. My weekend starts right now. Um, if you guys are having to suffer through some of this damn snow and rain and tornadoes and blizzards and all the shit that's going on, uh, hunker down, watch some sports, but really mostly join the asylum, join our discord channel and come in and shoot the shit with us. Call us by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing tonight and the rest of the weekend. And when it's all said and done, kids, let's make some money fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.